listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. On today's program, I want to take a deep dive with you in understanding some key things. And if you understand these key things, it will amplify uh, the power God has given you, the wisdom God has given you, the guidance, etc., that God has given you in every area of your life, not just the spiritual world, but you will experience a incremental increase in power to the proportion that you're willing to do things God's way. So what that really means in a very simple statement is that God gives us the directions, the parameters of his word, therefore a biblical worldview, Genesis to Revelation. And to the degree you and I make the choice to live and operate according to a biblical worldview, it is to that degree that we will see positive transformation in our lives, our families' lives, our nation's lives. And no matter how bad things are going, and no matter how much energy is attached to the bad things that are happening in America and around the world, but especially in America because most of us live here, no matter how much bad stuff is attached to creating these horrible negative scenarios, what the Word of God tells us over and over again, if we read it, if we meditate in it, if we study it, and we study it to show ourselves approved, like a, like a fine uh, workman, uh, somebody who's excellent in his or her trade or profession. They're not sloppy. They don't cut corners. Well, that's the, our uh, admonition from the Lord when we study the Word of God, is we're supposed to study it at such a high degree that we are like workmen or workwomen who, who have been faithful and diligent, and what we have produced is excellent. Now, we don't have that in America, for the most part. We do have it, thank God. There's churches and Christians and pastors and Bible studies all over the place where they are studying and learning the Word of God the way it is intended to be understood. But the the larger, and, you know, the the group of people that are being faithful to God's Word, by the way, that's an incredibly significant percentage of people that are dedicated believers in Jesus Christ, despite all the garbage you see in America. There exists a powerful remnant church. There's no question about it. But then when you go beyond that into what used to be called the denominational churches, your your sometimes many evangelical churches, or many so-called Bible-believing churches, or those that would would go under the uh, name of like a a, a charismatic church in the Decades ago, they used to call that originally Pentecostal churches. But the problem has been, and what what has been interesting in my life is that I was raised in an atheistic household, a transhumanist household, a secular humanist household, an existentialist household, where I was taught to use my intellect to read, to study, to think outside of the box, and to question. 
and to also perceive, I mean, like really perceive. So um, because I was raised in that environment, that's basically the orientation by which I operate in life. So what God is trying to do in us through his people is that they have, and that includes all of us to whatever degree we have, let's say it this way, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so that works its way out into our nation, our culture, our economy, our government, the social problems, the political problems, the scientific problems, the endless disasters, uh, all of the chaos, the manufactured crisis. You and I are not impotent in that hostile environment, which could be called accurately a spiritual battlefield. We are spiritual warriors that have been absolutely uh, equipped by God and His Word to be supernatural spiritual warriors for the Lord before He returns at His second coming. And that is no small thing. That's not like a greeting card, a Hallmark greeting card statement, just a glib, you know, statement. The Bible says that in the power of the tongue uh, lies life or death. So life or death in our world, in our reality, resides in the power of the tongue. And the power of the tongue is associated to the power of the Word of God, which is associated to the power of your will, your intention, your choice. So you choose to follow God. You choose to serve God. To serve God. That's the ultimate form of worship. So we have, over the last 75 years, and I remember reading Dr. Francis Schaeffer when I was trying to discover whether or not Christianity could even possibly be true. And when I read Schaeffer, Francis Schaeffer, I was blown away because his books proved conclusively that on an intellectual level, a philosophical level, an artistic level, a historical level, a biological level, a theological level, on every level in our reality of what we call knowledge or truth, the Bible is the only book, the Word of God is the only book that can be classified under the category of true truth. Everything in it is truth, and it's a truth that is beyond our biased and subjected opinions. So as we, we endeavor to move forward in the power of the Lord and fulfill our different destinies, we have to come to the place where we recognize that it's not an arbitrary response. It's not happen chance. It's not luck, good luck or bad luck. There's no such thing as luck. It is not an accident that you and I and all believers, true believers in Jesus Christ, and that you and I and that everybody you see running around America and planet Earth it is not an accident that those of us that are true believers and have been born again, it is not an accident 
that we were chosen by God according to his sovereign plan, because he's the sovereign king of the universe, king of kings and lord of lords. We were chosen by a sovereign God who knew us before the foundation of the world. God knew us before we were formed in our mothers or conceived in our mother's womb. And God intentionally called us to be in this reality right now at this exact time period in America with the world the way it is, with the challenges and the opportunities structured as they are. It was the plan of God. It was all part of his divine plan that you and I would be chosen before the foundation of the world to be here in this reality, in this time zone, at this present moment, with all the good, the bad, and the ugly. We were chosen to be here for such a time as this because God has equipped each one of us with a massive array of talents, gifts, and abilities. He has downloaded into each one of us a whole bunch of experiences, learning, the gaining of wisdom. Uh, He has spoken to us. He has developed us in many ways because God has a specific purpose, a specific destiny, and a specific plan for each one of our lives. So what we do on the very tiniest level, on the the micro level, and what we do on the very largest level, the macro level. All of what we do, whether it's very small or very large in human eyes, all of it is important. All of it matters because all of it together over time will transform the world according to the model that God intended it to be formed in. Or We will surrender to losing the spiritual battle, and we will surrender the vision to the Lucifer's vision, which is a satanic view of the world, along with lies such as Satan is God and that Satan is going to defeat the biblical God. All of those are lies, because Satan is the father of lies. So we're here now, at this time period, because it was and is the plan of God for us. And therefore, we, we don't even ask, ask the question, but we should. And the question would be, what is he calling you to do? What is your mission? What are the gifts he's given you? What is he requiring of you to develop? What do you need to do with your life in relationship with Jesus in order for you to be able to fulfill your destiny? And so all of it, no matter what path you take, no matter what road you take, it brings each one of us all at the same time to the same place. And that would include, at least for this moment in time, the fact that you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report, and I'm Paul McGuire, and I'm communicating to you through various social media technologies and various internet technologies, so on and so forth, and you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report, you and I are in communication, and you listen to the Paul McGuire Report, you listen to me for a a variety of reasons. And 
some of the reasons have to do with the content of this program, Lord willing. Uh, the content of this program is designed and created to impart to the listener, whoever the listener is, wherever the listener is listening, all over the world, all over the internet, the content of the Paul McGuire Report is designed to interpret and analyze our present reality. They even say our present chaos. It's, inter- it's designed to interpret and analyze our present reality and our present chaos. It's designed to strengthen you, to build you up. It's designed to impart knowledge to you, because when you receive knowledge, uh, you automatically, quantumly grow in your ability to be victorious because you have been given far, far more power. Because knowledge always equates to a vast increase in power. So there's, there's a, a long list of purposes in this program in my message. Many of you have been listening to me for decades. Many of you, it's been more recently. And the one thing that blows my mind continually when I look at the uh, emails that come in, when I look at the letters that come in, and one of the first thing I do is I look at the name and the address and what state or what nation you're contacting me from. And it is amazing that the people that listen to the Paul McGuire Report, the people that read my books, etc., you're located everywhere. I mean, you're not like all in one area. You are every area, every place you could possibly imagine, especially in America. You are like an invisible body of Christ. And the reason you're tuning in is the, this program is imparting something of importance to you. Okay? It's, and it's affecting something of importance to you. And, and the reason for that is not because of some greatness or giftedness on my part. But the reason for that is that the Lord has allowed me to be developed, grow, interact with people, uh, uh, conduct research and study in a vast era, a vast spectrum of very intense areas, and and many other things, many other contributing building blocks to to spiritual growth because. Over my lifetime, I've had the amazing and miraculous privilege of getting to know, of sitting down with many of of God's greatest generals or God's greatest ministers, the men who, who basically, under the power of God and the Word of God, they changed the world. And the Lord, because of His grace, and because of his favor, has allowed me to spend time with many of these key leaders, many who in the last five years have gone home to be with the Lord. And they they were and still are God's generals. And so before they left, I wanted to, to make sure I gleaned from them all the wisdom I possibly could. 
so that I could share it with you. These life-giving principles that come from the Word of God that these men learned how to decode, for lack of better words, and so that I could share it with you. And that's our goal here at that Paul McGuire Ministries in Paradise Mountain Church. So we are, you and me, are invisibly connected. And there is a plan behind the fact that you're listening to me now, that I have a collection and a plan and an outline of truth, of facts and research to share with you now that pertains to many things that are going on now and will happen in the future. And then I have overarching thematic um, elements in which there are certain key truths. And there's really a, a fairly large number of certain key truths derived from the Bible that the Lord, I believe, has called me to particularly uh, tap into these key truths that apply to life and communicate them in a contemporary manner to as many people as possible, because these are the key truths that God's people are starving for, and they're, they're being deprived and malnourished because due to political correctness and a desire to conform to a distorted culture and society that's in rebellion from God, they, they are arbitrarily choosing to not teach you the entire counsel or the entire Word of God. All right, so you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Thank you for listening now, wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining the Prophecy e-blast list and signing on to our social media and liking it and following it and joining it. You're helping me. I can see it every day when I go to different social media sites. You have helped me. We're working together because if I go down and if I'm limited, you're limited. You go down. But they have been waging war with me. And I basically had the policy of I never mentioned it. Year after year, as this was continuing, I simply didn't mention it. Um, and then I began to recognize that these men who own and control, and it's supposed to be they own, own and control the social media companies, the alternative media, etc., for the public good, are in fact, they are owning and controlling the flow of information, which means they're owning and attempting to control the flow, the free flow of truth and the free distribution and the free communication of truth. Why? Because Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So when an environment, a nation, or a people like us as Americans have the opportunity to be flooded with the truth, or have the opportunity to have the truth communicated to us, then we have the possibility of growing and prospering and maintaining freedom and teaching the Bible and making disciples of all nations and, and winning souls to Jesus Christ, we then have this incredible opportunity. But the engines begin to move when there's an infusion and the free flow of truth. What these men are doing, who are secretly connected to the deep state, and the deep state is secretly connected to Illuminati bloodline families, 
or the, the 12 international banking families and other hidden families that are literally in control of planet Earth right now. So you see the relationship. Nobody talks about this. They don't talk about it in the church, and it means everything. It means everything to their future. Because the stated and open goals of the of this entity, the deep state, and its its unholy marriage with the Illuminati bloodline families is that they have publicly gone on record stating and itemizing their goals and their plans for mankind and for Christians. And their goals and plans for mankind and Christians is to eradicate them, to kill them off as fast as possible, to send them to concentration camps or re-education camps, to totally dominate and control and censor the flow of truth through social media and the Internet, to use all kinds of science fiction level and science fiction level technology and sciences to lock down planet Earth and and put it under their thumb, under their world totalitarian regime, their globalist totalitarian regime, which will ultimately be ruled by the Antichrist with the help of the false prophet. And we're moving at high speeds in, in that direction. And when that comes together, and when I say that, I'm talking about the New World Order, which has been rebranded and renamed the Great Reset. When that happens, this Great Reset, which consists of a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system, will come together under the rule of the Antichrist. There will, it will be a cashless society. It will be wireless. It will be digital currency, um, and this will be connected on a wireless technological level to the hive mind and the world brain. There will be, there already is a social, a computerized social credit system, Chinese style. There already is one in the United States of America and other nations of the world. So if you comprehend properly, and I explain this in my books, like Power from on High, like the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind in the history of the world, I take you on a high-powered deep dive, and by the time you come to the surface, you will explode with the knowledge of the truth. When you study and read or look at the pictures of the current control system of communist China, it's all built around something that they got from American technology and American computer companies. They created a social credit system. So, so there are zillions of uh, uh, video cameras monitoring the people of China. They, they are on constant electronic surveillance. Everything they do is monitored. But in addition to all of this, there's a continual running numerical score where every couple of seconds, every citizen, via computer and artificial intelligence, is, is uh, broadcasting a numerical score of how good of a citizen they are, how, how, how faithfully they have adhered to the communist principles of communist China. How, how good are they at being obedient, slave-like, unquestioning communist Chinese citizens? 
And so that's called that your score or your rating is called the social credit system. If you litter or you say something bad or you criticize communism or whatever you do, then it'll show up as a negative on the social credit score system. And you can lose your income. You could lose your ability to take a loan out to the bank or to buy a house. Your life could be a living hell. Now, people look at that and say, oh, that's communist China. Well, no, that's America. America is right now well down the road of develop. It's in the process of developing right now its own social credit system. So, so the way it's being experienced now initially is if you're a truth teller and you speak the truth like I do on media or whatever, then artificial intelligence bots and computer systems keep a running score of, you know, the level of your patriotism, the level of your commitment to Jesus Christ. Do you believe in Bible prophecy or do you have a liberal Christian belief system? Do you believe in family values, traditional values? Do you believe in communism or do you believe in capitalism? There's a zillion things about you, so you're profiled along with a running score. And then, already, this is monetized in America. So if you don't say the right propaganda words, like, you know, global warming is true, even though you know it's a lie, you'll rack up a negative score, and that will negatively impact your ability to make money, to generate cash flow, to have a job. Um, You will be punished in subtle ways by our artificially intelligent uh, American social credit system. You will be penalized and punished. So, for example, people, hardworking and smart people, let's call them internet entrepreneurs in every type of area, gardening and, and paintings and electronics and herbs, you name it, okay? Entrepreneurs were everywhere, starting businesses, making money, generating cash flow, and then spending that money back into the economy, which is all a good thing. But because they voted for Trump or because there were American flags on their website or they would say, God bless you, or maybe quote a Bible verse or whatever, they got negatives on their social credit system. And they would be, I mean, if you criticized global warming as, as mythological, then, then you would be struck down from, you know, YouTubes and search engines and social media sites and stuff. So that, you get a letter, it says, it never talks about what you did wrong specifically. So just like Big Brother and George Orwell in the novel 1984, you're accused of everything in this new totalitarian state. You're accused of everything, but it's never anything specific. So you're always on the hook. You're always off balance. And you're always being manipulated and dominated because they never tell you precisely and exactly and definitively what you, what you precisely said, what video, what tape, or whatever it was that they're holding against you. They will never tell you what it is. They will only respond in obscure and generalized terms, which goes something like this. 
our research has concluded that our advertisers would not be happy with the content of uh, uh, your message, and therefore we don't want to advertise on your uh, social media platform. Okay, you didn't tell me anything. You said your advertisers. Well, obviously, depending upon who your advertisers are, that will tell you whether if they're liberal, conservative, Christian, anti-Christian. If they're liberal and anti-Christian, they are going to hate anything that is remotely Christian or remotely conservative. End of story. And so you get banned. And then they never tell you something specific, so you can't really fix it. It's a way of mass censorship. And then they compile electronic profiling. And then they rig your numbers so so they can uh, amplify your outreach or they can suppress your outreach, which really means they're in the business of either amplifying or promoting the truth or they're in the business of suppressing the truth from the minds of people. And the only motive to suppress the truth from the minds of people is to hold them in captivity, beginning by holding them in captivity in the arena of their minds and intellects. So you pump their minds filled with lies and propaganda, such as global warming is true. And it's not true. It's completely mythological. So I get attacked all the time, but I don't give up because they didn't call me to do what I'm doing. What I chose to do when I, I was an atheist, I was a, me, a radical member of the counterculture. I was a new ager. I've written my whole story in my book, Power From On High, which I believe will both inspire you and uh, answer questions that you've probably had about what's happening that you've never heard before. And that's in my book, Power From On High. So at the very beginning, when I was an atheist, growing up in New York City, I wanted to find out the answers to the meaning of life. And I quickly realized, after reading Aldous Huxley's book, Brave New World, that the answers to life's biggest questions were being deliberately concealed from me, deliberately being withheld from me by the secret groups, and I didn't have any idea who they were at the time, that were controlling the educational system, the governmental systems, the mass media, the medical system. Every major system, every major sector of our society was 24-7 full-time indoctrinating people with secular humanism, uh, uh, you know, no moral right and wrong, uh, no, no absolutes, so there's no such thing as absolute right and absolute wrong. And so the, when this all collects in your mind, you end up being programmed into believing a series of lies, a lies. The reason they want to indoctrinate you and program you into believing a series of potent lies is because that is what it is that enables them to, on a psychological level, on a spiritual level, on a neuropsychiatric level, on a governmental level, political level, philosophical level, theological level, This is what it is. When they pump lies into your brain, it enables them to rule over you and rule over a nation. It's a powerful weapon 
of mind control, domination, and brainwashing, which communist China does. And now you never would have thought that it would happen here. But America, especially if we examine artificial intelligence, social media, social media censorship, et cetera, et cetera, you see there's a hidden dark agenda to suppress the truth. If you are at war with the truth, my friends, then you are at war with God, because the truth and God, the biblical God and the truth, are synonymous. They're one and the same. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. So when they attack people like me by rigging my numbers, by manipulating information, by suppressing information, etc., etc., they are not really attacking me. Ultimately, they're attacking the God that I represent, and they're attacking you. They're trying to keep in check any spread of true Christianity. They're trying to block any ignition of an authentic biblical revival or an authentic biblical uh, Third Great Awakening. Or they're trying to block millions and millions of souls being saved. They're trying to block millions and millions of people from crying out to God in this time of crisis, and they don't want God saving people by the millions, because by their own words, their own decrees, their own published manifestos, they are Luciferians and Satanists. They are practitioners of Satanic rituals and Luciferian rituals, and they are at open war with God, just like Lucifer is. And you have to grab that because that's truth. So we march forward communicating the content that God has called me to communicate. Why? Because God commanded me to do that. And so my response is to be obedient to God and to obey Him, whether the road is easy or the road is rough. Because when I put my faith in God's ability, And when I put my faith in God's ability to supernaturally provide and supernaturally guide and supernaturally protect, when I put my faith in God's ability to do those things in the middle of a massive spiritual battle in the end days, in this end times nation called America, then I am a spiritual soldier in the army of the Lord fighting a spiritual war that is designed to pave the way for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and bring in a last day soul harvest. And God is looking for people like you listening and others and me. He's talking to you through his Holy Spirit. He's prompting you. He's touching you. He's motivating you. And he's exhorting you to cry out to him and to depend upon him on a deeper level. And to trust him to supply all of your resources and open the doors you need and answer the prayers you need answered. God is encouraging you to trust him on a deeper and greater level so that God can show you that he is strong and mighty right in front of your eyes, so that God can show you that he, that, that he can miraculously provide. If you are willing to obey his word, And so, for example, God speaks to you and exhorts you or challenges you and says, you know, write out a $500 check to uh, Paradise Mountain Church, Paul McGuire Ministries. 
or whatever the dollar amount is. And so you, you know it's the Lord. You know it's not your imagination. And so then the next thing is you have to make a choice. Are you going to obey God and do what God tells you to do? Well, assuming you're going to obey God and, and do what he's going to tell you to do, when you obey God, that, that's a form of worship. And when you obey God and, and, do, and, and actually do what he tells you to do, you're opening up the windows of heaven, and you can expect supernatural provision, supernatural supply, supernatural guidance, supernatural defense, and all kinds of literally supernatural help from heaven will come into your life and upon your family and upon God's people to the degree that you step out in faith and obey him and put your faith in him and trust in him. And so we are all doing that. I have to do that daily. This ministry, which has reached millions of people around the world, didn't come through some... you know, phenomenal organizational principle or some airtight marketing strategy or merchandising strategy or, or whatever. It was not the product of, of the corporate mind, which is a humanistic mind built on the philosophy of a kind of soulless pragmatism. Paul McGuire Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church exists as a response to God's call to communicate his word and to win souls for Christ, especially regarding last day's matters. So this ministry exists. This ministry was birthed out of a response provoked by grace. That means it didn't happen because I was such a great spiritual giant. It happened because of the grace of God, which is the unmerited favor of God. And when God released his unmerited favor in our ministry and in my life, then doors began to open. And as I obeyed God and did not surrender to the transitory circumstances, but continued to keep my eyes on the prize and continued to obey God in season and out of season, I noticed over the years, just like you have, that's why you're listening to me, just like you have, I've noticed over the years that God is good, that God is faithful. And when he tells you he's going to do something, he does. I could sit down and tell you, and I'm not going to do it because it would be a violation of people's privacy. But I happen to, to in my life, in certain areas of the United States, develop friendships with, got to know people uh, who were Christians, and certain things happen in their life. And essentially, I'm thinking about a whole bunch of people who were basically raised in middle-class households, okay? And then they, God set up a, a business opportunity or a, some kind of calling opportunity for them, all right? Now, they could have just chucked it and daydreamed and forgotten about it. But the people I happened to talk with were the people that when God gave them like, like a mission and, and a way to get the mission accomplished, they received it from the Lord, and then they were diligent about it, and they, and they ran with it, which means some of them became entrepreneurs. Some of them started their own businesses. Some of them developed or invented something. Some of them created something. There were all different categories. But the one thing all these believers in Jesus Christ had in common was that they, they didn't just fall asleep 
and, and, and let the dream disintegrate. They actually took steps of faith, stepped out on faith, and tried to do as best as they could what they believed the Lord was instructing them to do. And as time went by, incrementally, and it wasn't—I can't think of a single one of them that were who were an overnight success. Most of them it took decades, but they ended up at the end of the road because they gave to God, they sought God in all their decisions, they prayed constantly and tried to act and make decisions accordingly, and they followed the leading of the Lord in the, in the areas of businesses, business or other areas. What happened as the decades passed by, many of these people became absolutely incredibly wealthy. I'm talking about very, very, very wealthy, very influential. They, they became the top people in, in many different fields. And what set them apart from many of the other Christians and non-Christians that, that I've met over the years is that these people well, they didn't have perfect lives. They had lots of trials and tribulations. Don't get me wrong. They, they all had big-time trials and tribulations. But they all stayed true to the Lord. And they all uh, received with thanksgiving and faith God's blessing, God's prosperity, God's growth, growth economically. And so the point was, because they were obedient to the Lord and tried to obey what God was telling them to do, whether that was in terms of financial contributions or prayers or volunteerism or using their influence on behalf of what God was doing. In many different ways, they were obeying God. And so those were seeds that they sowed, and they reaped an amazing harvest as time went by. And they became very wealthy, very influential. And and if you looked at their lives and didn't know how hard that they the true story about how they started from absolutely nothing, in many cases minus nothing, but God blessed them. Now is that that is the mindset. You see, it's the same biblical mindset that we need to transport into our own lives. This is how we need to live with our ministries, our businesses, our families, or whatever we're doing. We need to step out by faith, step by step, do what God has told us to do, and then think about it and perceive it the way God wants us to perceive it, and then move forward by faith until we spiritually and victoriously overcome the evil that is attempting to dominate and control the land and the world right now. Because Unless you're deaf, dumb, and blind, it should be very apparent to you that all across the United States and all across the world, there is a battle where a, a very evil, dictatorial, globalist elite, a Luciferian elite, an Illuminati elite, uh, that are heavily involved in the occult, are literally using brute force and their trillions and trillions of dollars to take over America, to take over planet Earth, to steal freedom from you, to steal your religion from you, to steal your morality from you, to steal your life and make you a slave under their 
demonic world system. And these people do not believe in God. They do not fear God. They worship Satan, themselves, and for them, they don't believe in a biblical moral code. They say to themselves, we're going to accomplish our evil goals, quote, by any means necessary. Therefore, they don't constrain themselves to operate in an ethical manner. No matter what it takes to do it, to win, cheating, lying, stealing, cruelty, whatever the abominations are, they're all in. So you look at things, and the reason so many people you know have such a great difficulty in assimilating the facts and the knowledge right before their eyes, and the reason they can't seem to process in an intelligent manner what's really happening in America and the world is because they have all these mental blocks that have been produced through social engineering and not understanding certain basics. Like, basics would be the very real fact that for the last 40 years in the United States of America and other key nations of the world, the level of our scientific inventions and the level of our technological inventions they have reached the level that some people think they they could never come into being until some kind of futuristic science fiction technology future or a science fiction science future occurred so so they can't understand why certain things are happening like in technology and weather and all kinds of things they they have a mental block because they they don't believe that these technologies and sciences that are very real and have been operative for at least 40 years, it's these advanced science fiction-like technologies and sciences that are causing many of the national and global problems we're experiencing. But they can't process that because they don't believe that that kind of advanced technology and science even exists. So they just walk around in a daze. Whereas you and I, we approach the day with the mind of Christ, with the power of the Holy Spirit, by renewing our minds. And we purpose in our hearts to gain not only a knowledge of God's Word, but a knowledge of where where we really are in terms of technology and science and mathematics and physics and things like portals into another dimension, and reverse engineering, and remote viewing, and all these other sci-fi, occult-sounding realities are, are real. So, so just, just a little mini-revisit. The, the fires in Maui, on Lahaina, there's no explanation for that if you don't understand the existence of advanced science fiction-like and advanced science fiction-like technology uh, that exists. There are technologies. There are, there are things like directed energy weapons that can melt steel and melt cars and melt buildings. Directed energy beam weapons that can produce, that can level all of Lahaina and melt just about everything because the heat that directed energy weapons produce is three times 
higher or three times greater than a traditional house fire. And directed energy weapons can be produced and executed via many different technologies. I heard one scientist and engineer look at the photographs of Lahaina, and his immediate response was that this was scalar, that these were scalar technology weapons. Others uh, perceive them in, in a more uh, in another directed energy weapon form, which is uh, closer to the 5G technology. And remember, 5G technology is not just a communication system. 5G technology is a weapon system. It can, it can destroy you, your physical health. It can destroy your mental health. And it, it contains the electromagnetic frequency power to, to vaporize cars and buildings and level them, like some science fiction ray gun from the future. And there are many other kinds of directed energy weapon technologies. So you see that Lahaina, it's like a, it's like a mathematically precise rectangle they use in most of the models to show you what happened in Lahaina. And everything, all the houses and homes and buildings and structures, essentially within that rectangle, which is Lahaina on Maui, the whole place, the cars are melted, the houses are melted, vaporized, and then at the same time, trees are intact. There's, there's acreage with green grass, just pure and pristine. And then there's an odd percentage of the homes mixed in with the other homes that remain intact, like a flame never touched them. And they're totally, those, those homes are in perfect condition. And there's green grass and green trees all around these homes. And you have to ask yourself the question, why are there so many homes, percentage-wise, that have been untouched? And then everything around them is total devastation. It's like some, the devastation is so great, it looks like a nuclear blast exploded. Okay, so your average American, the average person that you talk to, is clueless. They have no idea that directed energy weapons even exist. And so they can't process any information that's given to them, which would necessitate their understanding and incorporating, yes, the unpleasant reality that indeed there are directed energy weapons and the physical uh, leftovers of this disaster and the other chemical leftovers and and other kinds of analysis of what happened in Lahaina. It all points to the usage of directed energy weapons. It could not have been happened, it could not have happened through a normal fire and normal winds, or any other kind of, of uh, uh, weaponry. What happened is not the result of nuclear explosions, or there'd be radiation meters going off. This is the result of a directed energy weapon. So you got a, a huge percent of the population that they're socially engineered to be stupid. And so when you tell them the truth, and you can back it up with facts like I can, I can back it up with facts, logistics, and proof. Okay? Now that's why they try to suppress my numbers, and they try to rig me, and they try to demonize me. 
They don't want truth of any kind spreading because that breaks their stranglehold and their plans of conquest. So the reality is there are people, scientists, technology people, engineers, ordinary citizens, stuff is pouring in all across the United States and the world. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. And people are bringing up a long, covered-up subject. People, masses, millions of people are now bringing up the topic of directed energy weapons. And then there's the discussion of, you know, did certain celebrities and movie stars and super rich people, you hear these stories that they bought up, you know, thousands of acres on Maui, that the super rich and the celebrities bought up mansions and houses and massive acreage, and that they, they wanted to get rid of the masses. Uh, and so they, they covertly levied Lahaina. Now, that's a big statement. And, and then you, if, if you believe that, then you have to be willing to authentically prove it. I'm not saying that what caused the Lahaina devastation was the direct result of these celebrities or movie stars or super rich. The reason I can't say it uh, is because I don't have proof of that. You know, it's one thing to accuse somebody of conspiring to, to steal land or manipulate land and housing prices for your advantage. That's one thing. It's entirely a totally different thing to talk about gaining access to high, highly top secret, highly classified, futuristic weaponry like directed energy beam weapons and to accuse the super rich or the super wealthy or whatever of, of using their financial power and status to gain access to directed energy beam weapons and then vaporize land and real estate holdings that, that get in the way of their increase of power. It's a big jump across the twilight zone. I mean, I don't care how wealthy you are, how rich you are, it would be next to impossible to, to locate a source of directed energy beam weapons, even if you were super, super rich and powerful. Why? Because there are so many other things. All of this stuff can be tracked. The people who, who are in control and possession of like directed energy beam arsenals, these are part of military operations. They're, they're locked down. There's high security. I'm not saying somebody couldn't. I mean, if somebody wants to do something bad enough and they have enormous wealth, it's possible that somebody went above and beyond, but it doesn't make sense because there are elements that just missing pieces to the puzzle piece. Unless, unless it all, unless you look at all of it, from a, a much higher up macro level, and let's say you look at all of this chaos going on on planet Earth. I mean, we're crying out loud. Just a couple of days ago, here in California, starting in Baja, Mexico, we had, for the first time since 1939, we had temperatures and winds and rain 
that was the equivalent of a category, I forgot what number, it kept changing, a category hurricane, which happened, happened, did not happen since 1939. The rains were torrential, the winds were torrential. This has not happened in, in, in over a lifetime. Now, I was in this studio either finishing recording or or taking notes or whatever, sitting in the same chair that I'm sitting in now, and there's these torrential rains. I already know from observation that these torrential rains are man-made, and they're the product of weather modification technology. And we have had weather modification technology since the 1940s. Because when you have this level of of violent, unnatural weather just like spontaneously arise, chances are that it's the product of weather modification technology. So I'm sitting in the studio doing my notes and everything. I'm I'm aware of the data. I'm aware of weather modification technology. And all of a sudden, right when I'm sitting in the chair that I'm sitting in now, this is just a couple of days ago, the whole room, it feels like the room is like floating. In fact, the entire building that I'm in, it was like the entire building lifted up and the entire room that I'm in lifted up and began to float and move like it floated. So it was floating in motion. And as it was floating in motion, Everything that your feet would rest on, that furniture would rest on, that a building structure would rest on, you would see stuff like like the lamps hanging, with the lamps would, would swing back and forth. I can feel the whole building underneath me moving over to the left and the right. Remember, I've been through all the major earthquakes in California, all the big ones. I was in the epicenter, which is the ground zero of of. of one of the biggest earthquakes in U.S. history. So I'm, I've been through earthquakes a lot. And so this one was like weird, okay? But the point was, why was this earthquake occurring out of the middle of nowhere with absolutely no warning, no warning at all, an earthquake comes out of the middle of nowhere, and this earthquake just happens to plop itself right in the middle of this massive, what appears to be, weather modification hurricane storm. So, so we've had endless hours of, of rain, weather modification rain. We've had endless hours of this man-made storm, and it's continuing. And then right, you know, I don't know, two-thirds of the way in, halfway in the end of the cycle of this hurricane, there's this massive earthquake, and you can feel you know, some endless amount of mileage of, of the entire, whatever, however deep it was underneath the, the, the crust of the earth. It's shaking, it's moving, it's wobbling. Now, I just happen to know, because of my research in weather modification we- uh, weapons and my research in director energy beam weapons, that often what can occur when when you use directed energy beam technology to to um, um, create you know a, a, a 
force of a blast or hurricane storms or or detonating a, a place like Lahaina. Whenever you're releasing the, 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 the energy field, the frequency field of a uh, directed energy beam weapon, what often happens, according to certain scientists, is that people that are not even in technically the vicinity of where the directed energy beam weapon is is manifesting, people who are like not really in the range of fire, people who are off here and there in their location, they can unexpectedly, out of the middle of nowhere, just because a directed energy beam weapon is being used on such a magnitude, people can appear to experience these weird seemingly spontaneous events such as heart attacks, people having heart attacks for no apparent reason. People having heart attacks for no apparent reason. People blacking out and going unconscious for no apparent reason. All of these strange things happening, and and when you do the research, you realize that one of the after effects or side effects of the usage of directed energy beam weapons are these odd like events that happen to people's physical bodies, like these heart attacks in the middle of nowhere. And somehow the circadian rhythm, the, the electromagnetic frequency of your body, your brain, your heart, your 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 heart system, and all of that. That runs on an electrical field. It actually runs on an electrical electromagnetic field. So somehow, in another dimension, it, the very fact that there's a proximity between the re, the massive release of of a directed energy beam weapon going off, and then at the same time, the field, the electromagnetic field that is releasing the, the directed energy beam weapons power and force, that power and force is an electromagnetic field or frequency. So somehow that interfaces or connects on a different dimension with the electromagnetic frequency of a human body, brain, heart pumping, blood pumping system, and it triggers a heart attack or, or other catastrophic uh, uh, biological events. See? So, so first of all, um, the torrential rain was planted in the middle of the torrential rain was this earthquake. And then there's these weird biological side effects that were happening to people. Same thing happened on the island of Maui. Same thing happened in other areas where directed energy beam weapons are being used. So we have to step up our game. We have to become intelligent and informed. Otherwise, people, authority figures, our representatives, or whoever, they, you know, it's all psychological warfare. It's all spiritual warfare. They will attempt to marginalize us, demonize us. They will attempt to portray us as idiots, conspiracy theory, wacko nuts. You know what they do. That's their gig. That's what they always try to do. But you can minimize the effectiveness of their devious strategy. 
you can significantly minimize it. You can cut it off from doing you any damage or, or blocking the spread of the truth. You can do an end run around their plans of demonizing you. If you've done your homework, and it doesn't take a whole lot of time, and if you simply studied a little bit, got up to speed a little bit with the facts, you could fire out like, like bullet point answers that it would be obvious to anybody listening that you are intelligent, rational, that you did some homework, that you thought about it, that you have documentation for what you're claiming, and then guess what would happen? We would see progressive transformation in our society. Our society would begin to change and bend and reconfigure in response to the communication of truth. That's what it's all about. That's why I write my books. That's why I've written so many books over the decades, and articles, and videos, and on and on. And the Lord did it, because I put one foot out in front of another. And that's what I'm trying to stress to you, because I believe that the Lord has a message for you that's very powerful. I believe that the, what the, the message that the Lord has for you that is very, very powerful, it will set you free, it will release your destiny, it will cause you to be used by God in a, in a powerful and dynamic way. And so I want to transfer that kingdom key to you so you can use it. So what I, want to, when I, what I want to share with you is when I began, I began with nothing, no reputation. I mean, I had no big earthly legacy, okay? I don't come from a rich family. My parents weren't rich. Uh, I'm very high, intelligent, creative, very educated. I mean, I had a lot of bonuses, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I don't come from one of these super rich, globalist elite families. I have friends who did. And I'm not going to name their names right now, but one is, uh, I, don't, I don't think he did what they accused him of. And I won't even go there for the moment. But I would just rather be an ordinary person. So, so I'm talking to people that are ordinary people. God has a plan for your life, and you can't allow to, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? When everybody starts to move to a certain beat, a certain rhythm, or a certain harmony, like in dancing or music, notice that in different time periods, people all, you notice it, people walk a certain way, they have certain clothing styles, they have certain musical things they like, certain things are in, certain things are out. And so like, for example, a word from, you know, inner city cultures like New York City, and, and this is true in, in African-American neighborhoods today, but the way you walked, just the way you walked, the way you specifically, the way you carried yourself, your body rhythms, and the way you carried yourself when you walked, you are, in, 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 in many neighborhoods, you were communicating an absolutely powerful message to people all around you just by the way you carried yourself and the way you walked. They called it, in New York City, your BOP, B-O-P. And your BOP is in black neighborhoods and other neighborhoods also. 
But when I grew up in Jackson Heights, Queens, and in New York City, you know, you don't try to be something that you're not. But if you if you walk like a nerd or a geek, guess what? You would invite trouble. You would invite attacks because people would falsely perceive you as weak. So you had to rely on a very primal style of communication, which was called your bop. And it's the way you walked. It's the way you chose to carry your body. And if your bop was cool and you walked in a way that was believable and it looked like how you walked communicated to people all around you things like you were bold, you were confident, you were not afraid of anything, you were secure, you knew who you were and where you were going. And so if you had your bop down and you walked cool, without giving it away and being ridiculously, you know, notice me about it, you would communicate a message that would function as a wall of defense for you. It would function as an offensive weapon to protect you. It, if you had your bop down, it would, it would create all kinds of dynamics in your personal life that would keep you from getting attacked by a gang and all kinds of things. Just because when you walked, you learned how to master your body language, and in the body language conveyed by the bop or the walk, you communicated uh, uh, an inner confidence, an inner strength, an intelligence, and a power. And other people would fear that. And so it had tangible benefits. Now, I'm not talking about street culture, but culture is culture. So if you move into the dynamics of a globalist culture and, and video and the Internet and all these other things, and people, you know, now the big thing, and it's been this way for decades, is that people, tr people feel like zeros. They feel like they're, they're minus nothing. And so people are more desperate, just like people had to develop their bop out of nothing. In the last number of decades, people attempt to buy power, to buy status, to, to, to buy coolness by purchasing running shoes or hats or, or blue jeans or pants or uh, certain cell phones or certain laptops or certain cars. There's all kinds of things that you can purchase where, where the real goal subliminally is for you to buy uh, all these different things in order to establish a kind of status, in order to, to give yourself, to make yourself cool because you have brand name running shoes, you know, like whatever the latest running shoe is. And, and so when people see the logo, like the, the check mark or whatever it is, it's not a check mark, whatever it is, on Nike running shoes or some other competitor, See, that, to a lot of people, the instant message of that is that you're cool. It doesn't, but in reality, if you're saying it doesn't mean you're cool, it just means that you were willing to fork over X amount of dollars to buy yourself a pair of Nikes or whatever brand you wanted to communicate with. So that's like branding, okay? And there's power in branding. Now, God wants us to use wisdom. When we are fighting a spiritual warfare, it is imperative that we use wisdom. 
And one of the components of wisdom is to get understanding. Understanding, for example, a basic fundamental point of understanding would simply be, what do I need to know, Lord? What strategies should I develop and understand, Lord? What knowledge should I possess, Lord, that will enable me to be victorious in this battle, that will enable me to to win in this warfare? What do I need to know? How do I acquire real power? Versus the counterfeit in our society is, is what we call image over substance. So we have a lot of politicians that look cool. They have the running shoes. We have a lot of people in our society that look hip, that look cool, that have the right running shoes, the right cell phones, the right cars, the right jobs. And, and they brand themselves and they're messaging a brand to everybody about how great they are. But really smart people who have real wisdom, they're able to see through the, the you-know-what. They can see through it because what these people are doing, essentially, is faking it. They're, they're acting. They're putting on a facade, a front. They're, they're projecting a lie about themselves, that they're smart, that they're strong, that they're not insecure. And so they're kind of branding themselves by purchasing certain brand names. And then they hope that by doing that, they'll gain power and people will respect them and people will think they're cool. But that often backfires because there's a certain percentage of the public, the masses, that they'll fall for those tricks. They, they, they will drop dead gorgeous for those tricks in seconds. And they'll follow anybody who looks cool and hip. People who have depth to them, which is people that are God's people, people who read the Word, people who walk with the living God in fellowship, you're walking at a deeper dimension in life. And because of that, God will grant to you a more powerful ability to perceive, to understand, to evaluate, to develop goals, to develop strategies, so that you might be victorious in your mission, which is the mission that he called you to before the beginning of the world. And so all of this is part of the mix. So. The reoccurring theme is constantly the need that we all have to step up our game. And if we're going to say something, or we're going to challenge something, or we're going to innuendo something, we need to have certain basic facts, certain basic documentation, certain basic knowledge that we can reference or communicate to people instantly. And this will give us an instant credibility. And instant credibility, which produces an instant authority. And that's what God wants us to develop. That's what you and I need to develop in our lives, because as we develop that in our lives, we won't be challenged, we won't be pushed back, and, and we will be able to accomplish what God has called us to accomplish. Right now, in America, there exists a critical mass of people, a percentage of people in America remains of Christians who really love the Lord, who really believe the Bible, who really believe Bible prophecy, true Christians that are really walking in a born-again personal relationship with Jesus Christ, 
conservatives who are true conservatives in that they embrace certain economic, social policies and principles for the betterment of all. And so there's a significant percentage of people in America that have what we could call godly wisdom. And it is that percentage, and many of them are Christians, it is that percentage that is keeping America in the hand of God and not going off the cliff at the present moment. Then we have another sizable segment. Because there's so much lying going on from the other side, it's impossible to get an accurate read numerically as to how it breaks down in terms of, you know, who who composes 50% of the population, who composes 52% of the population, or whatever. All we know is that there's a sizable percentage of godly people who, who in one way or the other, respect the Word of God. And then there are the globalist elite, the 1% of the world's population that own 99% of the wealth uh, of 99% of the population, remaining population of planet Earth. And these are people that hate biblical values. They see themselves as God. They openly proclaim that they're Luciferians. They openly conduct satanic rituals. And they are openly at war with God's people and with God's truths. Now, first you have to come to the place of a fundamental basic understanding that what I just said is really true, and this spiritual conflict really exists. So that's, that's number one. You have to come to the place where you know that you know that you know that the following statements that I made, which would potentially be very outrageous to people that, that don't believe in God and have very liberal values, they would think that what I'm saying is outrageous. It's irrelevant whether they think it's outrageous or not. What, the only thing that matters is what, did I, what I said. Was it true or not? Yes, it is true. It can be documented. It is factual. So we're at a time period in history. This is where we have to just nail things down, bolt things down. We're at a time period in history like no other time period. We are rapidly approaching this new global order, the Great Reset. We, we are uh, in the proximity of the second coming of Jesus Christ. We're in the last days, and there are many things prophesied in the Bible that are coming true right before our eyes. The overarching message that God has for you and me and all of his people is that we are called to walk in the power of the Spirit, to walk according to his word, and we are called by God to occupy until Jesus Christ comes, to bring in the last day's soul harvest, to ignite, if possible, and to whatever degree possible, an authentic biblical third great awakening. And so with that, we purpose in our hearts to carry on by the supernatural strengthening of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the Paul McGuire Report. I'm Paul McGuire. Thank you for standing with me and your financial contributions and your gifts. Thank you for joining our social media, for joining our e-blast list. Thank you for your intercessory prayer warfare for me and my family and those associated with this ministry. We, God has put it in our hands. God has placed it in our hands that 
what I described to you is a winnable spiritual war by God's people at this moment in history. It has the potential of being viable, a law-abiding, peaceful, but winnable war, winnable spiritual war. It can be won. We need to, to brand that in our, in our inner mind and man and woman. We, we must reject this non-biblical pessimism and this non-biblical fatalism because it's a cancer and it'll kill us. And we need to stand on the promises of God and act on the promises of God. If we do that, and we're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and we're putting our faith in the answers to prayer that God has promised, we can do things that may seem beyond our current imaginative abilities to to conceive. We can go beyond what we think we can do. We can go beyond, way beyond what we think we can do. And let me add, when we are moving in synchronization with the Lord God and the principles of the Bible, when we are syncing up to, to biblical truth, we must come to realize that we are exceedingly far more powerful than we think we are when we, as the true body of Christ, join together in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we join together in the power of the Holy Spirit, what occurs automatically is we become far, far more powerful than anything we could possibly conceive, acting as independent agents. We become far more powerful than anything we could previously conceive. And we recognize that among the numbers that God has called people to be his own, among those numbers in America and across the world, these numbers are currently now sufficient to turn the tide of history and to turn the tide of the great spiritual battle we're in. It is a winnable war, and we can win it now. Now, this opportunity may not be available to us a year from now, six months from now, or two years from now, or whatever, but it is certainly available to us now. So we need to recognize the signs of the times, and more accurately, we need to recognize the exact time we're in. Look at the cover of my book, Power From On High. Notice the clock. Notice what time it is. That time is now, and we need to, through faith in Jesus Christ, do what God has told us to do. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Paul